It's Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott, and we read it right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. The sports analyst that covers it all brings it all every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Sometimes they go into overtime. You don't want to miss these two former college football athletes, the Who Dat and Niner Gang, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Bang Bang Niner Gang. It's Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott, and we read it right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Good evening, good evening, good evening. It is Wednesday, 7 p.m., so that means you are tuning to Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, we got a, a great one dialed up for you. We're uh, going to talk a lot. We're going to talk some college football. We're going to talk Jimbo Fisher being fired by Texas A&M. I uh, got to talk uh, Got to talk that Deshaun Watson, breaking news, he's out for the season, uh, what that means for the Browns and for Deshaun Watson going forward. Tough loss for the Bills Monday night. Got to talk about that and what's going on with the Bills. They fired their offensive coordinator. 49ers bounce back. Uh, big win against the, uh, the, the uh, Jaguars there. Going to talk college football as well. I want to get our uh, top, give our top four uh, playoff teams. Uh, see where we stand and see if E and I are are different there. And uh, plus, you know, I want to, see, you know, time permitting, I want to talk about this Warriors and Timberwolves fight that took place last night in Draymond Green, uh, for sure. And plus, you know, our segments and of course E Scott's entertainment segment at the end of the show. Uh, so with that being said, let's bring in uh, Mr. E Scott here. Uh, Mr. E Scott, uh, how you doing this evening, my brother? Just put on the hammer, and you will be rewarded. My beat is ever <laughs> booming, and you know I get it started. Don't act like y'all are used to jam hammer. Before y'all figured out hammer, hammer. was corny, before y'all figured out hammer was corny, y'all used to bump hammer. I know I did. My hand up. I thought hammer was yes. good, and then I figured out, oh, this ain't where corny. But, hey, yeah. he was hot for a minute. <laughs> Did it, did it, did it. Let's get it started. Oh, oh man, that's good. Yeah, you brought me back. Oh, <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> you know, you know, took Kevin K. K. Walk back there for a second, boy. All right, good stuff there. Yeah, good stuff there. All right, E man, uh, we got like uh, I mentioned now in the, in the intro, we got a, a plethora of of topics. So let's dive right into it. And um, I want to start, or we want to start uh, with uh, Jimbo Fisher, man, and the Jimbo Fisher. <laughs> The, uh, the firing there from Texas A&M, just, what, two years, three years into uh, two years into a 10-year extension, uh, E, that, you know, is paying him, you know, a, a boatload of money. Um, he's still owed a boatload of money. I'm talking about $76 million. So he's going to get anywhere. He's going to be in $76 million for doing absolutely nothing. Whatever he wants to do in life, he, he's going to do that, and he's going to get paid for doing it. Regardless, so he gets the paycheck from there, he's, he's going to get paid no matter what. E. Your thoughts on this, E, I know he, you know, he started off hot there at Texas A&M, you know, hired in 2018, got to, a super, got, to a super, got to an Orange Bowl in 2020, won that Orange Bowl, so they felt, you know, Texas A&M felt like, you know, they had, they, you know, they, you know, they warranted an extension. 
but just you know, two years removed, they're firing him and still paying on seventy-six million. Your thoughts and opinions on on, on the firing of uh, Jimbo Fisher? There's a lot to unpack here. Let's start here. Okay, yeah. the mm-hmm. the contract clause it, it it also includes like if he gets another job, none of that money is offset. So he could go get mm-hmm. another job and he still get all the money. Normally yeah. they say if you get another job. You know, that offsets some of the money. That's why you'll see a coach sit out for a year, broadcast a year, whatever, whatever, and then get the money. Let's move past that. Texas A&M is an eight-win school. That's just who they are. They were an eight-win school in the in the um, Big 12 and eight-win school in the SEC. It's kind of like, I don't know, Ken Walker, if you've ever worked a job that has a sale quarter and the sales quarter fluctuates. You got people, no matter where the quarter is, they're going to be in the bottom tier. Okay, let's just use round numbers. If you need a minimum of 30, they're going to get that minimum of 30. If you bump that up to 40, they're going to get the 40. If you bump it up to 50, they're going to get the 50. Now, you drop it back down to 30, they're still only going to get the 30. That's just how it is. That's just how, how they're built. And you're saying, like, well, they have potential to hit that second tier to get more money. No, they actually don't. They just, they're going to be tier one regardless. That's Texas A&M. They're going to be eight wins in the Big Ten, Big yeah. 12, SEC, ACC. Wherever you put them, they're an eight-win school. That's just kind of what it is. And so mm-hmm. you bring in Jimbo Fisher with all these hopes. Jimbo Fisher is going to make more money for Texas A&M than Jameis Winston has made in his entire career. And Jameis Winston <laughs> is the reason Jimbo Fisher got that job. <laughs> Florida State, State won that national championship on the strength of Jameis Winston. Which mm-hmm. made LSU want to bring Jimbo back. He decided not to come back to LSU. Then he takes a job at Texas A&M. And, I mean, he you know, he, he gets the money. But um, – he, 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 like I said, he won that national championship on the strength of James Winston, which made him get the job at Texas A&M. Not Texas A&M fired him. The big thing that I have a problem with, and no one can seem to be able to explain it to me, schools are quick to say, "Oh, we can't." Now NIL, NIL aside, not talking about NIL, but schools are quick to say, "Oh, we can't afford to pay the players. We don't have enough money." But wait a minute. Yeah. You can pay a dude seventy-six million dollars. Mm-hmm. For not showing up, I have no problem with you paying him seventy-six million dollars if he's going to do the job. If you tell me, e, we can't pay the players because we got to pay the coach seventy-six million, but he's yeah. the coach. I don't buy it, but it's a legitimate argument. You see what I'm saying? You got to let it stand on. Yeah. But not you telling me, oh, we're gonna pay this dude seventy-six million dollars for not coming down here. Plus, we got to get some money to pay the new dude. But you got no money for the for the students. Also, yeah. if you look at Jimbo Fisher's record, it's very similar to Kevin Sumlin's record. I mean, yeah. he ain't gonna send this. He ain't gonna send this to me. Also, <laughs> another stat I heard there Texas A&M, and I didn't know this. Every coach Texas A&M has ever had has either been fired or forced out. That's just who they yeah. are. Like this Kevin Sumner, Jimbo Fisher. Yeah. The list was long. I like it. They went all the way back yeah. to like Bear Bryant. I think he spent some time over there. Mm-hmm. Every single coach they've had has either been fired or forced out. But you tell me, I have no money to pay the athletes, but I can pay a dude 
$76 million to not work here. That's crazy. And then people say, oh, well, that money come from the boosters. I don't give a damn where it come from. If it come from the boosters for him, it can come from the boosters for the students. Yeah, you make a valid point. No, no, that's perfect, man. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's it, man. That was a a perfect rant there or, you know, know, a a PSA, if you will, uh, for sure. And you you ask yourself, how do they do that? I mean, it's a valid question. I know you made it seem like it was a rhetorical question, but it's really it does it does uh, it does val- it does warrant a uh, an answer. How do you do that? How do you pay these coaches, but you can't pay these players and these these players I, now, even though they have the opportunity. No, I'd rather for you to just come out and tell me. We just not gonna pay the players. Don't lie to me right, and, exactly. and, and lie like I'm stupid. Oh, we can't afford it. Right. No, don't say that. Just come out there and say, hey, no, no, we ain't paying them. Now what? Right. Exactly. Don't spit on my back and tell me it's raining, man. That's that's, yeah. that's basically what they're doing. That's basically what they're doing, and that's a valid point. And, you know, well, now they can say, well, they got the NIL, but, yeah, what about back in the day before the NIL kicked in, which this is ultimately did. It was before the NIL. So how do they do that? That's a legitimate question. And, and you know, you've got to ask some of these, you know, these – these ADs, ADs, these presidents of the universities and colleges, you know, how do you do that? How do you go about doing that? But you sit there and say you can't pay the players, but you can go out here and pay these coaches, you know, this all of this, this, this amount of money. And then not only that, you know, you're, they're not even coaching. They're not even working for you anymore. And yet you can still pay these guys this this um, this, this crazy amount of money. So, yeah, it, it, it makes perfect sense, E, but – Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know what to say about that, man, because it's a valid question. You know, maybe we can go out there and 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 search for, you know, a college or you know, a president of a college or university that can explain how it works by hiring, you know, not just a football head coach, but you know, a basketball head coach, women's, you know, women's head coaches, you know, whatever sport, you know, may be. How do you pay these things? Where do these monies come? Where does this money come from? We know it probably comes from the boosters for the most part, but you know what about the other play? I mean, what about the other coaches? And, and you know, where does that money come from? Where does that money go? And, and how come it's not trickled down to the uh, to the uh, student athletes, uh, uh, if, if you will? So great point there. But yeah, Jimbo Fisher. Again, as I stated, he's going to do whatever he wants to do. He can coach, and he can go coach for free for another for another university or college. Literally, literally for no, they don't have to pay him, and he'll still be good to go. And he'll still yeah. be good to go. So it's kind of like one of those things. It's like okay, well, uh, I don't know. I'm just using the name out there. You know, Florida. I don't know. I'm just using Florida out there. You know, look, I don't you know, I'll be your coach, you know, and, you know, you don't have to pay me. You can pay me bare minimum. You don't have to pay me anything. I'm, I'm Texas A&M is taking care of the bill, if you will. So, yeah, I mean, he's in a great position, man. If he still wants to coach, I think he's going to find wherever he wants to go for the most part. Um, and and be comfortable with doing it because he knows that he's going to be paid handily uh, for sure. So uh, good stuff there. That you know that remains to be seen. Who's going to be the next guy to to come in and where Jimbo Fisher's next job is going to come from? Uh, is going to be uh, as well. Uh, so good stuff there, E. Good stuff for sure. All right, E. Want to want to switch gears here just a little bit. Want to still stay on the football talk topic, and I want to talk uh, NFL. And it and it broke today that Deshaun Watson broke this morning. Deshaun Watson um, will have uh, season-ending surgery on his uh, on his shoulder. 
Uh, looks like he broke a bone in his shoulder, so he has to have surgery to repair that bone. He, and he suffered it in the game, uh, in, in this past game against the, in the win over the Ravens. Surprising, I don't know if it was a surprising win, because um, that con- that division, meaning the AFC North, very competitive, very competitive. Right now, if the playoffs were to start, all four of those teams would be in the playoffs right now. So I don't want to call it surprising. I guess some people will call it surprising because of how well the Baltimore Ravens have been playing. Um, and a lot of people had them as the number one team, you know, the number one ranked team in the league. But nonetheless, they won the game. Browns won the game, um, you know, behind Sean Watson's uh, injury of performance and injury. He suffered two injuries in this, this game, E, the shoulder injury and the high sprain, uh, high ankle sprain as well. So either way, he was going to be out for this game. But what say you about him being a, a, without this, I mean, being out this season? And then also they're, they're going to start the rookie, fifth-round uh, draft pick out of uh, I think it's UCLA, uh, the young kid, uh, Dorian Thomas Thompson uh, Robinson. He'll start. Um First, talk about the Deshaun Watson injury, what it means to, to him and then the Browns, and then also how far can the, the rookie take them? So I saw them take Deshaun Watson into the blue tent on the sideline, meaning you hurt mm-hmm. The dude that came out was wearing a ski mask and holding a gun. I said, what, what happened to Deshaun Watson? Because – this is highway <laughs> robbery, two hundred and thirty million. Okay, well, I'm not a doctor. I know we do have a doctor, Doctor T. We don't have him on right now, but I ain't buying this Deshaun Watson injury. I mean, yeah, he might be a little hurt, but I don't think he's injured where he can't go. I mean, because earlier it was a concussion. He could clear concussion protocol, but they didn't put him back out there. Then all of a sudden, it's the shoulder. And it supposedly had been the shoulder for a few weeks. Now it's the knee, and he having season-ending knee, knee surgery. I, I'm sick of this, this, this Sean Watson mess. I think it's a situation where Cleveland knows they made a mistake and somebody should be fired behind this. And now they're doing everything they can to get out of it. They're scrambling. I mean, because you can't really get rid of a dude when he's injured. Plus, nobody – Nobody else is going to take that contract. No way. So I, I don't really know what's going on. And as for this rookie that they're going to start, I ain't never heard of this dude. I, I, and how far can he take him? Uh, nowhere. But then again, I look up. Pittsburgh is what, like 6-3? and three, And they're the worst 6-3 team mm-hmm. I ever seen. Because your boy Kenny Pickett is awful. And, yeah, Ship, if you're listening, I said your quarterback is awful. But, yeah, still, <laughs> they win it. I don't understand how that's going. And like you said, every team over there is playoff eligible. Well, I think maybe uh, Joe Cool and Cincinnati may have dropped out with that loss on Sunday. I'm not 100% sure. But then again, like I said, they, they find teams over there find a way to win. So, hey, maybe this rookie is the answer. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. The one part, yeah, the uh, the Cincinnati Bengals are right there on the bubble. They're one game behind the surprising Houston Texans, and we'll talk about them uh, later on in the show. But yeah, right now you're right. You know, the Bengals are right now on the outside looking in. But um, you know, going back to Deshaun Watson, um, you, you gotta you you gotta um, you ask yourself, is this is this karma? Is this karma from what? You know everything that he's, you know, he he went through or what he experienced, or 
he created, I don't know if you want to, he created or whatever the case may be in, in, in Houston, man. And you got to ask yourself, is this, you know, uh, it's one of those things where it, it's coming back to, to, to haunt him, if you will. Because you mentioned that, you know, that he, he's had these injuries. And I, I don't know if you were alluding to it at all, Eva, saying, you know, he's not really that hurt. Because they're saying that no, no, it's I more the doctor to shut him. I was saying it, okay. I was saying it straight out. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm saying, yeah. I, I'm I'm calling okay. BS. I'm calling Fugazi. Okay. Yeah, dog. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because there's a the reason why I said brought that up because there was a report that came out and said that Deshaun Watson um fought to play, you know, uh, for the remainder of the season of the of the season with the injury, but the doctors, you know, you know, overruled him, uh, if you will, and said, no, you need this surgery. The surgery is season ending, and it has to be done now. So just to come to his defense in a little bit here, uh, I'm not going to take the I'm not going to take the lead. Uh, attorney here will be, you know, the, the third guy here. I'll, I'll be, you know, Sh- you know, uh, you know, Shapiro here. I won't be Johnny Cochran in his this, in this case. I'll be Shapiro here just to say that he did fight uh, to play for the rest of the season. Um, you know, with the injury, with the ankle injury and the so- shoulder injury, because apparently he played through that game and, and that victory, um, you know, on Sunday with that injury. And uh, I think someone in our group uh, alluded to it, or not alluded to it, but said that, you know, they thought they thought that he was hurt. He kept, you know, rotating his shoulder, kept, you know, you know, um, you know, paying a lot of attention to that shoulder. But yeah, he, uh, you know, I, I, yeah, you got to ask yourself, e, is it highway robbery? I mean, I, I think this guy, man, you know, I, I don't know that whole situation with with anyway that took place in Texas and Texas in Houston, but you know we we talked about that during the time that it happened. He settled everything. I believe he settled all of the cases, the civil cases, and so I'm thinking that you know maybe he did pay his debt, if you will. Maybe not so much if he's he's creating all of these injuries, all of these not creating, but if he's, he's abstaining these all of these injuries, he so. Yeah, I don't know how to feel about that. He he is my guy. I defended him, man. But when he's on the when he's on the field, man, he does show signs of being that quarterback he was in Houston before everything took place. I thought he would be able to get back once he got that full season under him, once he got the full training camp underneath him, and he has some some decent weapons around him. I still don't believe he has um, you know the the right amount of weapons with him. But you know, you look at their you look at their record right now. They're six and three, the third in the north. They came off that big victory um, against Baltimore, so you got to. And that defense is is just unbelievable, man. It really is the the best defense in the league, in my opinion. Now, as far as the rookie goes, man, I, I don't know if you remember him from UCLA. Very, very mobile uh, quarterback, very uh, fast. Can uh, can do some. He had a decent preseason. I know it was preseason, but he showed signs of of doing some uh, some some good things, man. I mean, he really is. He pays attention to detail. He throws when he's supposed to throw. He runs when he's supposed to throw. He doesn't force anything. And I think that you can, you know, with a quarterback like that, you can call him a game manager. He's a rookie, fifth year rookie, fifth year. I mean, fifth round draft pick. You can do that stuff. Just be a game manager because that defense that they have, e, with Miles Garrett, who's arguably the best defensive player in the game, uh, with that defense, they'll keep you in the game. All all they ask you to do is just, you know, Kevin Stefanski and that defense, just say, listen, we're not asking you to win the game. Just don't lose it for us. 
and I think that this young kid can will be in that situation, and I think he'll I think he'll thrive in that situation. I think he'll pass the test, if you will, as far as being a game manager, because that defense is is legitimate from you know from that D line on back uh, for sure. So I think he'll do a good job. I, I think this will be continue to be a competitive division, the AFC North. Uh, you still have the Steelers in there, and yeah, I'm with you. E. Yeah, this this the Steelers team. I don't know where they came from, especially the way they started off the season. You didn't think they would be able to score, you know, score a point or you know, to be some type of distinction amongst the ranks, if you will. But they're right there, six and three. They're second in the uh, the AFC North. They're a game behind uh, the Ravens. Uh, so you know, half game behind the Ravens because the Ravens play one more game than they. Are. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out uh, for sure. E. But I'm looking forward to to, to seeing how this young man uh, plays. They uh, they play uh, the Browns. Actually, play the Steelers this week. E. So right there, there you go. Tomorrow night. This is going to be. Yeah, they play. Yeah, tomorrow night. I mean, no, uh, no, the Ravens and. So the Ravens and uh, and Bengals play oh, yeah, tomorrow yeah, night, yeah, yeah, correct? That's right. Yeah, the, yeah, the, Ravens, yeah, the Ravens, Ravens and Bengals, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but the Browns and Steelers play Sunday at 1. So that's, you know, and, and look, this AFC North, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't watched them, watch this. This, is the, this division is by far the best division from top to bottom as far as teams go. You know, we, 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 we talked about their record, and therefore they're beating each other up. They're beating each other, one another up. So tomorrow night we mentioned we'll talk about that game in, in, in a few. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be a very interesting. Check out this, uh, this divisional matchups. The divisional matchups is going to be very entertaining, to say the least. All right, good stuff there. All right, let's do this. E, let's grab our first break. Uh, I want to talk about those Bills, man, those Buffalo Bills and, you know, that loss that they took on Monday night. Not only did they lose the game, they lost their offensive coordinator as well. What does this mean for the Bills going forward? That division, meaning the AFC East, it looks like that's up for grabs. It looks like no one wants that division. You know, no one wants to win that division uh, for sure. And then, we'll talk, of course, we'll talk about my 49ers. They're bouncing back and, and, and their win over the Jags, and then we'll get into some college football talk for sure. Again, ladies and gentlemen, you are tuned in to Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. We'll be right back. Hey, guys, this is Jaquan J. Kelly, a.k.a. Jamel Reef, master killer of Wu-Tang and American Saga on Hulu. You're listening to Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott. They're taking a quick break, and they'll be right back. At Vintage Labs Collection, we are a multifaceted team of medical professionals dedicated to delivering the best quality products to patients. Our mission is to deliver the best supplement and patient outcomes in healthcare environments and consumer homes. Chat with our consulting pharmacists by visiting our website at www.vintagelabscollection.com. Supplements are not highly regulated, but Vintage Labs holds the standards higher than most. Do you need tile installed in your home or business? Then John Robinson Tile LLC is the company for you. We have over 60 years of experience installing tile. We do bathrooms, kitchens, and so much more. Give us a call at 803-529-0092. Check out our website at www.johnrobinsontile2.com. Visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Just search J-Rob Tile or John Robinson Tile. We're licensed and insured and Schluter certified. 
If you need tile installed, we are your company. We believe in laying hands on everything that we do. That's John Robinson Tile Installation Service for new and old homes. Renovation of kitchens and bathrooms installs all types. That's John Robinson Tile, the number two, dot com. Welcome back. Welcome back to Sports Talk with Kay Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us uh, before the break, uh, we were talking uh, Jimbo Fisher, uh, the firing there at Texas A&M, also talking to Sean Watson uh, as well, and then that AFC North division uh, for sure. We'll, we'll definitely dive into a little bit of that um, uh, later as well. I want to stay on the NFL talk. I want to stay in the NFC, uh, excuse me, the AFC here, E, and uh, the Bills, Buffalo Bills. And um, they go in Monday night, and a lot of people, they're home, Orchard Park, Buffalo. The, you know, the crowd is going crazy, E. Um, you know, Denver comes in. A not-so-good offensive Denver team, but that defense has been playing, you know, pretty well. They had a three-game winning streak coming into that game, and, and a lot of people haven't been talking about the Broncos because I think the Broncos seem to be one of those teams where a lot of people aren't expecting a lot from them, I mean, especially last year and, and, and how, they, you know, the season started for them. But they're quietly on a four-game winning streak right now, especially after the win on Monday. But going back to the Bills here, e, the, the Bills lose that game in the fashion, especially in the fashion of the way that they lost. I don't know how they lose the way that they lost e, and ultimately fire their offensive, <laughs> offensive coordinator. Now, the game ended, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if you if you got to see the end of it. It was a it game went late. I know I stayed up for that game and very tired for the next morning. But nonetheless, um, they lost 24-22. They had the opportunity to close that game out. The Broncos came down, you know, two minutes. They had the two-minute drill going, two costly penalties, actually three costly penalties, you know, two pass interference calls uh, against the Bills, questionable uh, for sure. Uh, but they were called nonetheless. They still had an opportunity to win that game. E, uh, the Bills came down. They were calling timeouts because they were, you know, the, because the the Broncos were in scoring territory, so they wanted to preserve that clock for a chance to you know, come back and uh, and you know and and win the game. But they go down. E and four seconds left to go, and they kick the field goal, meaning the uh, the Broncos. They attempt the field goal, and they miss the field goal. Game over. Wait a minute. There's a flag on the play. E, there's 12 guys on the field for the for the Buffalo Bills. 12 men on the field, five-yard penalty. <laughs> Get a second chance. Kick the field goal. Broncos walk off um, with the win. E, your thoughts and opinions on the Bills and also, you know, uh, the, the firing of Ken Dorsey, the head coach, or the offensive coordinator there as well. So, I think the firing of Ken Dorsey is a desperate move by Sean McDermott. And here's why I say that. If Buffalo wins that game, Ken Dorsey is not fired. I mean, because, right. you know, there's no way to fire you. So if you're Sean McDermott, you know this was your fault, that 12 men was on the field. That had absolutely nothing to do with your offensive coordinator. If anybody, you, you, you're going to blame the defensive coordinator or special teams coordinator, but – not your OC, 
because this has absolutely nothing to do with him. And then so Josh Allen out here turning the ball over more times than any other quarterback in the league. Maybe you could blame Ken Dorsey for that, but not in this particular game. In this particular game, Ken Dorsey is about the only one whose hands are clean here. The head coach is on Mm -hmm. the hook. The D.C. is Mm -hmm. on the hook. The special teams coordinators on the hook. I mean, because y'all are the ones who said 12 people out there, not Ken Dorsey. Because, again, if you don't have 12 people on the field, you win this football game and you don't fire Ken Dorsey. So, to me, yeah, this was just a desperate attempt, and we've seen this before. You know, you on the high seat, so you fire your coordinator, but he fired the wrong yeah. one. Because, again, like I yeah. said, Ken Dorsey is probably the only one with clean hands on this. Yeah, I mean, valid points all around. And, yeah, I don't understand how the OC gets fired here in this case. Because look, look at, if you look at their game and the, and the entire body of this game, there's no way you put the offensive coordinator on the hot seat or get fired, you know, at, at, you know, at worst. But you look at the game and you see Josh Allen, and we've seen Josh Allen. Ever since Brian Dable has left uh, the, the Buffalo Bills and, and took the head coach and taken the head coaching job uh, with the New Orleans, I mean New Orleans, with the New York Giants, um, we've seen a different Josh Allen. We've seen a different Josh Allen. We've seen we've seen glimpses of him making great plays, great throws. We've seen glimpses of him, you know, trying to play that hero ball where he's trying to do too much. He's not spreading the ball around. One week, Stephon, I mean Stephon Diggs is the happiest guy in the world, happiest receiver in the world. Next week, he's the, you know, the most unhappiest, uh, you know, uh, player in the world. Now, you got uh, this year, this week, you got Trayvon Diggs, his brother, the the cornerback from the Dallas Cowboys, saying that he wants to be traded. He he thinks that Stephon Diggs should be traded from the Buffalo Bills, uh, you know, to to another organization. And I don't think you could put that on, um, you could put that on Ken Dorsey, because if you watch that game, uh, Josh Allen had made some some throws that just made you say, "Why are you making that throw?" There was one he threw to Gabe, uh, Davis, which is not his fault. It was 20 yards downfield, wide open in the middle of the field, hit Gabe Davis in the hands, bounced off of, and then went and went right into a Broncos defender's uh, hands for an interception. You put that on Josh Allen. Troy Aikman, try, I don't know what Troy Aikman was thinking. He was trying to say. That it was Josh Allen's fault because Josh Allen threw the ball too hard. That's what Josh, that's what Troy Aikman alluded to. I'm saying, are you kidding me, Troy? He's 20 yards downfield. How strong do you think Josh Allen's arm is? It's not like he was five. He's not like he was five yards in front of him, and he, you know, he threw it, you know, with everything he had. He's 20 yards downfield because of the, and he and it went through his hands. Now, that's not Josh Allen's fault, but there were a couple other ones that you can say Josh Allen, it was Josh Allen's fault. But I don't think, but I guess I don't know what you can do, you know, if you can, Dorsey, you know, once that ball is snapped, once that play is called, and once that ball is snapped, and then Josh Allen decides to go rogue, if you will, you can't put that on, on, uh, on Ken Dorsey. But then you go back to the end of the game, as I mentioned, you mentioned 12 men on the field. I know that when I was in when I was playing ball, uh, e every time we go over, you go over the, the the punt team, you go over. I'm talking special teams here. You go over the starting offense, you go over the starting defense, you go over the starting punt team. 
kickoff team, punt return team, field goal, extra point. And what you you do that and to it's just embedded in your head. I mean, it's just one point where you know you can be sitting down. You do it in you do it in practice, obviously. You do it, um, you know, you do it when at, at night in the team meeting. You make everyone stand up, and it's random. They don't even they don't give you the heads up. They say starting offense, stand up. Starting, uh, you know, punt block team, field goal block team, stand up. And you could be eating. You could be eating. We could be at a team meal. I remember that we did it every week, and they will not give you a heads up. And all 11 people would stand up. If there was one guy who was standing up that wasn't supposed to be, you know, like, well, why do you think you were on here? Why do you think you should be standing up? And that's how it should have been. They, they call you out. They call you out. They say, field goal block, field goal block. Those 11 guys should have ran out. I don't know what that 12th guy was thinking or why he thought he, he was have been on that field. He, but that, you could put that on that. You could put that on that young man, and you could put it on the special teams coach as well. It has nothing to do with Ken Dorsey. Nothing to do with Ken Dorsey. But like you said, if somebody had to be made a, a scapegoat, I don't know how it's uh, Ken Dorsey. But it's going to be very interesting to see who calls the plays going forward. Uh, for sure, and and see what uh, the Bills can do uh, in this case right now. Because right now, e, if the season were to start, the Bills would not be in the uh, would not be in the playoff hunt. <laughs> They'd be tenth uh, right now. They're sitting they're sitting back in the tenth spot in the AFC. Dolphins are four right now, and anyone could win that AFC East. E. So I want to stay a little bit on the AFC East because we got the we got the uh, the uh, the uh, Dolphins at sitting at uh, sitting at six and three. Then you got the Bills one game behind or two games behind actually, or game and a half behind at five and five. You got the Jets at four and five. Um, I'm not even going to mention that fourth team which is <laughs> because they have no business of being in the conversation. But nonetheless, e, give me your thoughts and opinions on the AFC East and who can win this division? Who will win this division? I should say. Well, starting the season. We we again we thought we thought we knew who was good. We thought yeah. Miami was good, and then we saw mm-hmm. oh they can only beat up you know they can only play bullet ball and beat up inferior teams. So that's insurance fraud. We thought <laughs> the Jets were gonna be good with AA Ron. He takes four snaps mm-hmm. and that's over. We thought the Bills were good until Josh Allen out here throwing interceptions and fumbling and giving the ball up, and then they find the offensive coordinator. So what we thought was going to be one of the more competitive divisions in football has actually turned out to be one of the weakest divisions in football. So I really don't know what's going on over there because I just can't believe in Miami. Miami go out and score a hundred points against Denver, and like I said, through transitive property, now you got yeah. Denver beating the Bills. How that works? But again, yeah. I think Denver didn't got their stuff together. Miami has not. Miami got more speed over there than the rest of the league combined, but mm-hmm. they still can't seem to put it together against good, solid teams. And then, like you said, ain't no point in even talking about. Belichick them because they trying to yeah. trade him or he gonna get fired or that's just a mess over there. And then the Jets, your boy Robert Tyler, who I have a lot of respect for, but yeah. okay, they come down on Robert Tyler for sticking with Zach Wilson. But again, mm-hmm. when you ask him in a presser, what's he supposed to say? And I mean, because I yeah. say, oh, coach, what are you gonna do about quarterback? And he said, well, Zach Wilson, my guy, I support him. What are you supposed to say? Hey, 
Zach Wilson's yeah. terrible. Y'all see him play. Yeah, we're going to roll him up out of here as quick as we possibly can. He can't say that. But I do need him to go get somebody. I, he can support Zach all he wants to with words, but his actions need to show otherwise. Yeah, but what do they? You know, they had every opportunity um, in you know before the draft. You know, August thirty first at four p.m. Uh, was the uh, was the deadline uh, for uh, you know for trading, and they didn't make any moves there. You know, they they they. I think there's. I don't know. They could be. I could be wrong, but I really believe they think that uh, that Aaron Rodgers is going to come back at some point uh, this season, but. Who do they go to? I mean, I mean, I mean, right now they can't. Who do they go to? Uh, I don't even know who's their, their backup. Tim Boyle. Uh, you know, who do, who do you go to? There's just no one you can go to, uh, you know, at this point, unless you're just going to pull somebody, you know, off the couch or, you know, yeah. off the golf course, yeah. wherever, the case, yeah. wherever the case may that, be. That, you know? that can't be worse than what we've seen from Zach Wilson. I mean, I think Carl right. wow. Wentz at the house. I think Wentz at yeah. the house. I think Flacco at the house. Um yeah, Wentz, I don't know. Yeah, uh, Wentz just signed with uh, yeah, Wentz signed with the Rams, I believe. Yeah, so okay. he's, he's no longer available. But yeah, but yeah, I get your point. Go ahead, continue. I'm sorry. No, I was just trying to think of dudes who are at the house with no. Hell, Cameron Newton is at the house. I mean, you know, he he. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather I, I take Cam over Zach Wilson. I mean, there 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 there's, there's, there's yeah. no one else I can think of around right the top of my head. But there's a couple dudes at the house. That that I think you'll do a little better than that. Yeah, man. I, I I'm looking at it here, and 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 you look at it, and, and it's hindsight. Obviously, it's hindsight. Now, do, doing it all over again, who do they make a trade for? I mean, you look at some of these guys, and we'll, like, I want to talk about Maybe I'll allude to this. You know, we'll kind of allude. I mean, we'll, I mean, I allude, but we'll kind of uh, transition into, into this guy. And that's Josh Dobbs, man. You know, hindsight, do they go after Josh Dobbs? Do they go after another quarterback, you know, that's, you know that, that was available uh, at that time? Let's say we can play hindsight, E. You're the GM of the Jets. You're you're playing hindsight right now. What quarterback you would have made if you're the you're the Jets GM? What quarterback would you have brought in um, for you know once you know Aaron Rodgers went down? What say you about that? That that that's rough because yeah. I know they want they looked at Kirk Cousins, but that's a Kirk one way to no yeah. trade because he saw it was a mess. He didn't want to go down there. Um, and again, with, with 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 the benefit of hindsight, I mean, I may have called yeah. up Dallas and asked about Trey Lance. I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, cool. I don't know. It's, Did it's you post that? I saw that somewhere on something. Did you post that somewhere? No, I did see someone did. say that. Oh, oh, okay, no, I, I may know, have. It's funny you oh, said that. I'll be saying stuff. No, no, no. I don't think it. No, I don't think it was you. No, I don't think it was you. Now that I think about it, but you know, yeah, that's that's a good call. You know, you know, Trey Lance being traded twice and 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 a half a season. You know, or, you know, I don't know what that would do for his psyche, but nonetheless, you know, it gives him an opportunity. Yeah, I I, I think you know, like you mentioned, the benefit of of hindsight would be. I, I mean, Josh Dobbs, man. That young man is playing some ball right now, and, and I want to stay on him. E and but we'll see what the Jets do. I mean, I, I don't think the Jets can do anything. I think you just have to at this point. You just have to dance with the partner that you, you know you brought to the dance. Um, you know, at, at this point for sure. 
But let's talk about Joshua Dobbs, Special K. I see you, you're holding, brother, so uh, we'll bring you on in a second. Um, Got to talk to this brother. Got to bring him in because, you know, we, we go head-to-head this uh, this week. But uh, we'll, get, we'll dive into that for sure. Uh, but, E, what, what say you about, um, you know, about Joshua Dobbs? Uh, two two part question here. Can he uh, can he lead or will he lead? I should say, will he lead the Vikings to a playoff win? Uh, I would say the AFC, I mean the NFC North title. And two, will he be the future quarterback of the Minnesota Vikings? Knowing Kirk Cousins is is out and his his contract is up. What say you about that? <clears throat> I I don't think um, I still think that's the choice division to lose. But I do have to give Joshua Dobbs props because he embarrassed my team on Sunday, and he didn't even know what a locker room was, know the players' names, or he just just got a playbook a week ago. And he just came by straight and embarrassed my team. But uh, I do think that job is going to be his because it seems like Minnesota was about tired of old Kirk. And then um, mm. they tried to roll him up out of there, but he won't wait to no trade. So now right. with the contract expired, that's it for Kurt. So I do think Joshua can get this job. Now, he might play them into a wild card, but right now yeah. I do think that's the choice division to lose. Yeah, and I wasn't laughing that they lost that you know, your team lost to the Vikings. I was laughing at the fact that he really didn't know, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't know, he really didn't know where his the, the home locker room was. He had to have a security guard or someone in that building direct him to where the home to where the uh, home locker room was. That's why I was laughing. Not at, not at he's he lost. I would never do that to my brother. Uh, but yeah, man, that, it was crazy how he um, you know how he just came in and fit right in. It just seems like this is a guy who's been preparing. You know, he's always prepared for it, no matter what, man. He's one of those guys when, you know, like, you know you, you're playing pickup basketball and you just know that, you know, you don't need to have the chemistry. You don't need to be playing. You don't have to play with him before. You just know he just fits to what you want to do in the top, in the, you know, those five you want to put on, the, you know, put on the court. Um, he's that type of guy, man. He's one of those, you know, those famous pickup guys, man. So, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, I think uh, – I think he can do it. Will he do it? Is the question that I posed. I don't know. I don't think so because I just think that you know, right now, just looking at the playoff picture, right now they are. Um, you know what? They're seventh right now, so they're there. Yeah, I think they. Man, you know what? I'm going to change my mind. I think they can do it. I think they will do it because right now they're in seventh place. I know our good buddy Special K, who I'm gonna bring on after the after the break. He may have something different to say about that because his books are right there behind them. Um, but yeah, you know what? Looking at the playoff picture right now, I'm gonna say Joshua Dobbs uh, will lead the uh, the Vikings to a playoff uh, to a playoff spot going forward. If he can do that and he can win a game or be at least competitive in that wild card game, um, even if they come out with a loss. I think the the Vikings have to entertain uh, you know entertain him and, and going going forward because one Kirk Cousins is up there in age, Achilles injury as you know we know is is not a you know an injury that you can bounce back from whether you're 25, 35 or 45 you know whatever the age may be it's tough to come back from that and be still that same guy you were before the injury, so it's going to be interesting to see stay stay stay. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Stay dialed in on uh, on uh, Joshua Dobbs because he's making a lot of noise there uh, for sure. All right, as, uh, as I mentioned, let's grab our, our next break here. When we come back, uh, I want to talk uh, 49ers. 49ers bounce back. 
from a three, you know, from a you know, in their skid, and that three-game loser skid, and then a very impressive uh, win over the the Jaguars. They got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We got a caller who calls in. He's a diehard Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan, so can't wait to hear what his thoughts and opinions are, are going to be on that. And then we'll dial into some college football uh, as well. Again, ladies and gentlemen, it's Sports Talk with K Walk and E Scott. Never had it so good sports radio. You're inside Never Had It So Good Sports Radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones, Travis McGee, Eric Scott, and Kevin Walker. We make it easy to talk sports. Your skin isn't just skin. It's a beautiful reflection of every single thing you've been through in life. Which is why Dove Body Wash removes your skin's ceramides and strengthens it against dryness. For instantly softer, smoother skin, you can lovingly embrace. Renew the love for your skin with Dove Body Wash. CampLyman.com is an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. We built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get-offs, counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, CampLyman.com. And we are back. And again, ladies and gentlemen, it is Sports Talk with K-Walk and E-Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us uh, before the break, uh, we were talking um, We were talking about the Buffalo Bills uh, losing to the Broncos, also talking Josh Dobbs and what he's done for that Vikings team and putting him in a position to uh, to, to, to make the playoffs. And, and uh, possibly, you know, will he be, and Mike, our question was, will he be the future of the uh, the Vikings going forward if he can do that, if he can pull that off? All right, uh, before the break, ladies and gentlemen, as I mentioned, I want to talk about my 49ers, and I got to bring in this guy who calls in frequently, man. He's Special K. You all know, uh, long-time listeners, as you know, Special K is uh, is a uh, frequent caller, um, gives us our insights on, uh, you know, boxing, the big matchups, you know. We, 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 don't, we can't spell knockout without Special K, without a K. So uh, with that being said, uh, Special K, man, uh, thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing this evening, my brother? I'm good, fellas. I'm good. How's everybody? Hey, what up, Kay? Doing good, doing good. Doing good. And and ladies and gentlemen, if you if if you if you were listening, I think it was the last show or the, the show before, he I mean uh, Special K had predicted that the forty ers would lose four in a row. Uh, you know, to the Jaguars. <laughs> to the Jaguars. He's so, so, he's so, so petty, dog. He's so petty. <laughs> I am, man. I am because he was adamant about it, man. He was adamant about it. He believed that with his heart and soul. I felt it and I felt it through the I felt it through the yeah. the system, man. But nonetheless, man, um wanna talk about that, E. I wanna talk about the forty ers and, and how they looked and um, you know, your thoughts and opinions on that. Um, and, you know, they got everybody back healthy for the most part. But uh, what, what say you about about both teams? Because both teams had, meaning the Jags, the Jags were the hottest team going into that game, five-game winning streak. 
at six and two, both had the uh, the bye, so they both had the same amount of time to prepare for one another. Um, your thoughts and opinion: Were you most impressed with the Forty Nineers, the way the Forty Nineers performed, or were you most uh, you know disappointed in the way the Jags performed? What, what say you about that? I think uh, no, he just uh, he, we just lost either. Hey, you there? I'm sorry. No, I'm here. here. Yeah, no, I'm here. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Did you hear the question? Oh, I thought you was asking Mr. K. No, no, no. I was asking you. No, I'm sorry. I was sorry. Oh, with you. Oh, I was sorry. Oh, with you, oh, sorry. No, 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 no. That's my bad. No, I, I was okay. more impressed by San Francisco with the bounce back. Mm-hmm. I mean, so Purdy looked real good. Purdy looked like the Purdy that we had become accustomed to. Now, on the flip side of that, the Jags did look kind of bad. Trevor Lawrence didn't look as good as he normally looked. And I, but I think the Jazz are playing above their weight class anyway. I'm not a real big believer in them. Their division with them, Tennessee, and Houston, and, you know, Houston is coming along. Like you said, we're going to talk about Stroud a little later. But um, yeah. I take nothing away from San Francisco in this one. Um, Purdy was looking good. You got um, – so I just think – like, I asked you earlier in the week, let's revisit who's good and who's not good. Yeah, that's what we're going to segue in this San Francisco did have a three-game slot, but I do think they're good just watching them on Sunday. Okay, good stuff. Okay, hey, hey, what say you? And, 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 and uh, you know, again, what made you think that they would lose to the uh, the Jags? And two, I guess, I mean, one, what made you think they would lose to the Jags? And two, your take from the from the game on Sunday. Um, the reason I thought San Francisco would lose to the Jags, for one, you know, in that three-game skid, they was beat up. So, you know, they needed the bye week. Um, honestly, I didn't realize it was a bye week. Um, I thought that game was on Sunday. Uh, last Sunday, I was looking for that game, and then I finally looked at the schedule and I realized it was the next Sunday. Both was off. Um, however, that is why I had Jacksonville win. One, going right into that win, uh, Debo wasn't going to play. You know what I mean? If, it, if they would have had to play that bye week, Debo wasn't playing. And that changed the entire game. You know what I mean? However, uh, Jacksonville laid an egg, you know, um, so, I mean, to, to say who did what, um, yeah. San Francisco, San, we know who San Francisco is. They did what they do. Jacksonville didn't do what they do. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, uh, Jacksonville laid an egg. So, I mean, I give San Francisco for the props on the backup, uh, bounce back. Um, but as far as the actual game, I mean, it wasn't even competitive. So, uh, I, I go more with Jacksonville laying an egg versus San Francisco just beating the brace off from, you know what I mean? Cause, and, 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 again, yeah. the reason I say that is because Jacksonville did what they do. You know what I'm saying? They didn't do anything special. Mm-hmm. They just played San Francisco ball. and Jack, I'm not Jacksonville, San Francisco. And uh, Jacksonville didn't do what they do. Simple. Yeah, you know what, man, I and and you, you know, you I was I was nervous, man. I'm not even going to lie. I was nervous going into that game as a fan. I was nervous to go into that game. But and I, I felt that, you know, having those guys back cuz I didn't realize it to be honest with you. You made a great point, uh, Kay, is that Debo, you know, Debo is a difference in 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 San Francisco's offense and how how it operates. 
I didn't realize, even as a fan, as much uh, 49ers football as I, as I watch, you know, I, I didn't realize that, you know, Debo really made that, that offense go the way it goes because I just thought that, you know, it was just kind of plug and play with the 49ers. Okay, you lose Debo. Okay, well, you still got Ayuk. You still got Kittle. You still got, you know, McCaffrey, Purdy, you know, things of that nature. But I, I think that he shown, meaning Debo, that he's probably the most valuable player on the San Francisco 49ers offense, you know, despite how much – McCafferty has done for this team. I think they they doing that three game stretch. They really um, and I'm surprised, not surprised, but I'm just happy that he came out of that with no injuries because as much as he was used, meaning McCafferty, you know, it, you know, and his history of of being injured was very, you know, heart pounding for me uh, to say the least. Because, but I realized that with this team, you need every single one of these guys to make that and that make that 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 train go, engine go, car go, whatever you want to call it. Um, and you've shown that. You, you, they've shown that. And I think that, in my opinion, when everyone is healthy with the 49ers, I don't think they're anyone – I don't think they wouldn't even could beat them, to be honest with you, if they're, if they're healthy. And I think it was a good thing that they lost that they, they, they lost those three games and they realized they got back to being who they are. First and foremost, they got that back to being hungry. And, two, they got back to healthy. I think that's the most important thing. Maybe I'd lost with that first. But nonetheless – um, yeah, the 40, and then that defense, they get Steve Wilkes. They take Steve Wilkes out of the booth, and they bring him down, um, bring him down to the sideline where he's able to communicate, you know, with those players immediately. They don't have to sit there and 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 call, you know, um, you know, call him on the phone or, you know, pass the phone over to one guy, the next guy, and so forth and so on. I think that is a big difference as well. And I think that it's paying dividends. It'll pay dividends. I think they're going to take that key to the, uh, to the uh, upstairs booth and they're going to, to throw it away, lock that door and throw that key away. And and Wilkes is not going to be allowed uh, uh, up in that booth again, for sure. But yeah, so, so good, good stuff for the 49ers. And I, and I want to talk about uh, E I'll start with you on this one is their next game here. And um, obviously I got to come to, Kevin McKay as well because this is Buccaneers. 49ers uh, play the Buccaneers. Uh, the Buccaneers are going to San Francisco. They travel to San Francisco for a 425 game on Sunday. E, uh, what say you about this game? Buccaneers are coming off of a, of off a win. Um, how do you see this one playing out? Well, I think San Francisco is back to playing San Francisco football. And um, I, I, do, I give the edge to San Fran. They're at home. But now – the Bucks have been playing well. I mean, because yeah. Baker Mayfield was a CJ Stroud away from, you know, winning two mm-hmm. in a row. Who saw that coming? <laughs> so I can't really right. say Baker has been doing, you know, bad. Yeah, the Bucks have been playing well, but I just think, you yeah. know, um, San Francisco is back to playing 49 of football, and I give the edge to them at home. But don't count the Bucks out of this one, though. Oh, I think nah, it's going to be nah. a tough game. I think the Bucks going to play them tough. Yeah, and then before I get to K, you know, you're absolutely right, Ian, and I think the 49ers realize that they have a target on their back, you know, and I think they realize after, you know, beating the, the, the Cowboys in the fashion that they beat them and the way that they lost those three games, they realize that, you know, they're back to, you know, taking it one game at a time. They're not circling a date on the calendar unless it's the next date, uh, for, you know, as far as the opponent goes. So, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. This team, this Buccaneers team, 
is nothing to, 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 to take lightly. And even if they were like one in one in nine or one in eight, whatever, you know, your record could be at this point, the 49ers will still go in there with the same mentality. They're hungry. They know that they're going, and I think they're going to be this way for the rest of the remaining of the remainder of the season. Uh, you know, right now the Buccaneers are on the outside looking in. Uh, they're in the A spot. So they're playing for something, you know, and, and, you, you know, you go in there and, and, you got to expect, and and I and I agree. The, the Buccaneers are playing good uh, football on all around. Baker Mayfield is playing really good. So by no stretch of the imagination will the Forty ers take this game lightly. I know as a fan, I'm not looking at this game lightly. But Kay, you're you're a diehard uh, Tampa Bay fan. What say about this game? How do you see this one playing out? First, like you said, you know we're in eighth place. Um, however, we're a game out of first. So we can jump right. from eight to four, you know what I mean? Real yeah. easy. You know, we're only a game out. So that's an easy jump. Um, as far as us playing San Francisco, man, I mean, right now we are who we are. You know, I got to give Baker credit for the last game. He hit Mike Evans in the hand a few times, and Mike had two drops. Yeah. Uh, and he, Mike was even upset. He cried on the sideline, you know what I mean? Because for him it's a contract year. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and we're not expected to do much. So, you know, I understand. Um, as far as the game, I'm going to stick with what I've been saying all year. If we get to 21 first, y'all in trouble. Um, and when I say y'all, I mean San Francisco. Um, I know, sure. And that, that, has, that has held all year except for the Houston game against C.J. Stroud. So um, I'm going to stick to that, man. And we're going to California. Okay. Um, if you look at the history, we have played well in San Francisco. So um, I'm I'm calling my bucks, man. Um, I don't know if we're doing scores right now, but I'm rolling with my bucks, man. Twenty four seventeen. Like I say, we get we get the twenty one first. Um, <laughs> we get the twenty one first. We've been winning. You know, we've been sticking to the model all year, and it, it's worked. You know what I mean? We get the twenty one. It, it's a wrap. And I think we will, because what 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 the problem? Well, not the problem, but what? Everybody doesn't really realize with the Bucks, we don't give up the run. It's it's amazing that they haven't talked about us in that fashion on TV. The only team that's ran on us this year is Detroit. Not Detroit. Uh, yeah, Detroit. That's the only team that's ran on us this year. We shut Henry down this past week. You know, we don't give up the run. So we're going to keep McCaffrey in the box. Debo's um, um, going to get hit. You know what I mean? Um, I noticed in the Cleveland game, you know, he's a tough dude, but, um, you know, them, them them constant hits over and over again, they weigh on you. I don't care how tough he is. You know what I mean? And our D-line is going to get out the purdy, um, which we have learned he doesn't like. So, yeah, I'm rolling with my bucks, man, 24-17, sticking with the script. So, Kay, okay, are you good, saying eh? if you get to – Kay, are you saying if y'all get to 21 first, cancel Christmas? Absolutely. Absolutely. Can, you ain't saying it right though. Cancel Christmas. Oh. Yeah. Cancel Christmas. Yeah. Cancel Christmas. Hey, well, I, I ain't no I ain't no I ain't no Christmas. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
what they're able to or not able to do in certain situations we've seen, you know, in that, in that Cleveland Browns game, you, you mentioned, he's gonna, you know, Debo went down, got hit, and, um, you know, McCaffrey went down in that second half. He tried to come back in, uh, a little bit for one play. Wasn't able to do it. 49ers still had an opportunity to win that game, missed that field goal at the end, and then you come back in the Vikings game, and, you know, they didn't have a sack, and, you know, they couldn't really move the offense. And then you look at the uh, the Bengals game as well, and I just think that, you know, that was just, you know, the 49ers just couldn't, you know, couldn't stop Burrow. Uh, Burrow was hot that day, and that offense is – without Debo, that offense is a different animal. I, I'm not mad at you, man. You know, I'm, I'm just like you, man. I'm going to go – I'm, I'm going to go with my 49ers. And I, I think they, they get back to business-like uh, the a, uh, attitude. They get back to being hungry uh, again. Uh, they realize how humbling this uh, this league can be. And if they're, again, if they're healthy, if everyone is healthy and then they're paying attention to detail, I can't see anyone beating this team other than themselves. But I, I think they get back and, and, and do what they do. I'm not going to predict the score. I just say the 49ers win uh, this game. I will, because anything I will add this, be okay. I, I will add this. If, if, if they lay down in this game, and, and I'm going to call the Cleveland Browns game a lay down, even though the score was close, because Cleveland was playing with a backup quarterback that kept trying to give the game away. So um, I'm going to say if San Francisco lays down in this game, that tells me a lot about them. And what I mean by that is you get up for the big game, but the game after nah. that you don't get up for. You know, so we'll see. Sunday till hey, Thursday, I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? Okay, hey, hey, I'm not trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. All right, right now okay. the 49ers are not laying down for anybody. They don't care who they come in and it could be me, you, me, you, E, and 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 eight other people, man. And they they're not going to lay down for anybody. I'm trying to tell you, not tell you, trying to tell you. Those boys are back okay. to being they're under, understanding, you know, what the goal is at hand, and they don't know how close they were. And uh, last year, and and they see that three games that opened them up, man. That that let them that opened up their eyes, and they made them realize, listen, man. Everyone's coming for us. If we really want this, we got to stay hungry and we got to keep the pedal to the metal from from the kickoff to the last whistle, man. From the coin toss to the to the last whistle, man. And then again, I'm not saying I, I feel like they're going to win this game. I'm not going to say it's a blowout, but I will guarantee you one thing: they will not lay down for anyone and for the rest the remainder of the season. I, I can promise you that. I can promise you that. All right, good stuff there, guys. <laughs> Good stuff there. I know you're gonna be texting me on on uh, on uh, on Sunday, man, for sure. Especially if they uh, if, if Tampa Bay wins that game, man. Um, you're you're the only one I'm gonna answer my phone to. Okay, uh, uh, for sure <laughs> on that day. <laughs> the only one. <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna say nothing. I'm gonna just in the eyes. You know, nah, 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 go ahead, to the eyes. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's what you did. Yeah, that's what you did uh, a few well, weeks from sometime back. Yeah, <laughs> I can say I can Good. say this about my team this coming weekend. I guarantee you, can't you lose. Won't lose this Not lose. Okay, I guarantee. <laughs> I got money on that too. I put everything I own on that. Yeah, that the, the Saints will not. I don't lose. know, man. Sometimes right. you look in the mirror and be like, "Whoa, but you ready?" <laughs> <laughs> hey. 
if we lose the bye week, can okay, we lose the bye week? Uh, 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 and you're right, though. It is possible. I mean, Derek Carter, <laughs> Carter told him rotator cup. I, I don't know what's going on over there. Jameis came in doing very Jameis-type things by, by Jameis-type things, spectacular touchdowns and interceptions. At least it wasn't a pick six, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man, that's my guy, man. I'm rooting for that guy, man. I don't, for some reason or another, man, he just he's not getting. Man, that I think Daniel just needs the right surroundings, man. A consistent yeah. coach that believes in it, you know what yeah. I mean. And I think we'll see a different thing. Yeah, and there's another there's another guy we we failed to mention too, E earlier when I talked about the Jazz possibly making a trade for earlier in the season. Jameis Winston would have been a nice fit for them too, man, for for sure. Yeah. Failed to mention his name. Yeah, that would have been a good fit for yeah. for the Jazz for sure. All right, uh, yeah, so we we kind of my rocket coming back this week. Uh, yeah, man, I, I don't know about that. That's going to be scary, man. That's going to be scary to watch. I'm going to be cringing every every time that he drops back or what game plan they have for him or what type of rehab what, what type of rehab they have going for him, man. But, you know, if you right. do it when you're healthy, how are you going to do it coming off of a what, what's it? I don't even know how many months. Right. Like four, five months or whatever. Not, not even that long. Not right? even. Not even. Not yeah, even. Can't that be. was what, first yeah. day, so September, October, yeah. November, two months. Two months. Oh, all right, man. I don't. I know he goes into his deep holes in the off season, but I don't know what type of regiments they have down there, what type of remedies they have, well, whatever hole he goes into. But I'm, I'm gonna defer I'm to Doctor. I'm gonna defer to Doctor T on this one. Doctor T said, "Yeah, he might come back, but what kind of errand is it gonna be that they put out there?" And and Doctor T actually has a medical degree. I'm gonna go with Doctor T on this one. Yeah, he might come back, <laughs> but he gonna be he gonna be absolute trash. Let me let me ask yeah, y'all man. this, man. I know we gotta move on, but let me ask y'all this. Okay. I mean, compared to basketball, you know that Achilles, you definitely ain't coming back in two months. But I mean, it feels football. You know what I'm saying? If you yeah. keep them goons out of off them and not scramble too much, I mean, is it really a stretch? Yeah, no, you're you're right about that. It's going to be he's obviously he's going to be strictly a, a a pocket quarterback, and if he can develop, we we've seen how strong his arm is, and his arm probably got stronger because he's not using his legs as much. But is he over? Will he overcompensate? Will that be too much overcompensation? Is taking the you know uh, taking the uh, the the uh, the pressure off of his Achilles? But he's putting more pressure on that arm, that shoulder, that elbow, whatever the case may be, and you have to factor that into it as well. But then we see Tua Tagovailoa. You know his his release point is now what two point three seconds, whatever that number is. Um, so you know if if Tua can do it, uh, we know Aaron Rodgers can do it. But like you said, maybe they'll put him back a little further. Um, you know, they, you know, behind the line of scrimmage to give him a, maybe you know a half a second longer to get that ball out. But I, I can see that. I mean, if they feel like you know, uh, you know, I think he would be fifty percent, sixty sixty percent at best. Sixty percent Aaron Rodgers is probably a hundred percent better than um, you know a hundred you know better than a hundred percent Zach Wilson for sure. So we'll, we'll definitely see my, how that plays, man. But great. Uh, my thing with with uh, to answer your question, my thing is Aaron Rodgers is age. He's thirty nine. Now we are talking about a twenty five, twenty six year old. I'll be all in with you. But Kay, yeah. you and I have both 
uh, all three of us are north of 39. So we know mm-hmm. 39 feels like. <laughs> the, the mind's still telling you, yeah, you can do yeah. this. But the body's saying, nah, nah, nah. I know he has access to way better health care than we have. But still, <laughs> that's only so much health care can do. The body like, nah, nah, nah. We need longer than two months. We'll get you next. The body said, we'll get you next year. The brain talking about, nah, we ready now. We ready now. The body saying, yeah. I can show you much better than I can tell you. I'm yeah. telling you, when I was 38, I was trying to show them, show my kids I can get to that rim. Yeah, so, yeah. I got up, we'll there, do it. but when I came, when I came down, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go to hospital. <laughs> Oh, it's real, man. Chance, no, I feel you, dog. I feel you. You like <laughs> all right. I guess so. I, I would give it. I want to give ahead. a shout out to our, our our good buddy Tim Tim Moore. Tim Moore is a diehard uh, uh, Jets fan, and you know he's in our he's in our thread. He, he's a part of the Never Had It So Good Sports Radio uh, Media Network, and he said, you know, he doesn't believe I'm not behind that offensive line that he took Aaron Rodgers. You know, can can survive. I'm 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 assuming that's what he means, but he said not behind that offensive line. But um, I you know I I, I really you know what, uh, Tim, can can you can you call in? I just want to get your thoughts and opinions on on Aaron Rodgers coming back as a diehard uh, fan. Can 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 you uh, can you jump on for a second, brother? I just want to just let me know. Just just shoot us a text real quick and and let me know, and I'll and I'll bring your mic on. I'll open up your mic. Sorry, because he's a die again. He's a diehard fan, ladies and gentlemen. He's a part of the Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. And um just want to get his thoughts and opinions. Okay, I'm open up his mic here. All right, Tim, thank you so much for uh, for joining us and listening in for the mo- for for, for the, uh, as long as you have. Um, again, uh, your thoughts and opinions on Aaron Rodgers, him coming back as soon as he is. Um, what say you about this? Um, first of all, this is a great show, man. I listen in, uh, you know, several, listen to several it. times and really enjoy it. Um, I, uh, you know, I think Aaron Rodgers is one of, when he's right, he's one of the great talents in the NFL. Um, not a big fan of some of his antics, but he's a talent. And I think the Jets would have been a very different football game, football team if he had not got hurt early in the season. But they did, with all of the moves they made in the offseason, they did nothing to shore up what was, which was one of the best uh, or one of the worst offensive lines in the league. And they haven't shown anything that made me think that they've improved this season. Mm-hmm. Um, I would not want a guy who's coming off of an Achilles injury trying to stand back there with that offensive line in the NFL because you can't be a pocket passer with that offensive line. They are horrible. Right. That's my that's my <laughs> All right. Good stuff there. Appreciate it, Tim. And 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 I appreciate you listening as much as you do. I always see you. I I had to get you on because was, we're talking Jets, talking Aaron Rodgers. I had to get your thoughts and opinions on that. So again, appreciate it, uh, brother, for sure. All right. Good stuff there. Good stuff there. Um, again, Tim Moore. Uh, you can catch him Monday nights, ladies and gentlemen, uh, 6 p.m., 7 p.m. on the Contributors, the X Files. Um, so many different things are happening on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. So tune in Mondays and, and Tuesday nights uh, with these guys and, and so many guys. Just, just listen to the Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Again, if you're listening here, you know how to find it on Mondays and Tuesdays. So thanks again, Mr. Uh, Mr. Tim Moore. All right, E uh, and, and K, uh, real quick, I want to – not real quick, but I want to talk about um, – we alluded to uh, C.J. Stroud. 
young uh, young rookie out of Ohio State, and um, and he's the uh, current quarterback for the Houston Texans. Uh, Kay talked about you know how the Texans uh, you know you know beat their team, beat his uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Right now, if the uh, playoffs were to start, I know it's early in the season, ladies and gentlemen, but uh, nonetheless, they're playing good ball. Uh, right now, they're five and four, the second in the South behind the Jags. Right now, they're sitting in that seventh spot e, uh, for the playoffs. Um, they got the Cardinals, and we know about the Cardinals, even though they got Kyler Murray back in the Cardinals. But um, what say you about C.J. Stroud, um, all the uh, things that he has accomplished, E? I mean, right now, a lot of people are putting him in the MVP race, in the MVP conversation, I should say. A young man is just living up to uh, not – I don't even know what expectations there were for him, so I'm not going to say he's living up to expectations, but nonetheless, he's been playing outstanding ball, D'Amico Ryan and that team is, is looking really good. What say you about C.J. Stroud and the Houston Texans as well? Now, I know that hindsight is twenty twenty, like we talked about earlier, but when I think C.J. Stroud, the first thing that comes to my mind, how Carolina got this so wrong. Carolina gave up <laughs> a boatload of stuff to get that number yeah. one pick from Chicago, and they took Bryce Young. And I'm not saying Bryce Young is a bad pick. This is no – condemnation on that young man, but I'm just saying, C.J. Stroud has seemed to be a much better pick. Again, I'm looking at that through the rearview mirror, so I have an advantage there, but just the physical attributes alone, like 10 years ago, you would never see a Bryce Young drafted over a C.J. Stroud just based on physicality alone. I mean, then you get, you know, you get Conor Murray, you get Johnny Manziel, you get Baker Mayfield to represent for the little dudes. And then now, you know, they're thinking, okay, man, maybe the little dude is the way to go. Nah, dog. When you got a physical, spe- a physical specimen like a C.J. Stroud, uh, Anthony Richardson, guys like that, like I said, 10, 15 years ago, those guys come off the board just based on physicality alone. But I'm looking at C.J. Stroud. I do think MVP talk is a little ambitious, and that's no indictment on him. That's yeah. just that this is, I think it's too early to say that for anybody. I don't really see anybody playing MVP football right now. A couple of weeks ago, I would have said it was Lamar. But, you know, he, he didn't kind of fell off a little. So, But I guess with that being said, then I guess it is fair to put his name in the yeah. conversation. But what I will say, offensive rookie of the year, hands down. I, I don't see, I don't think there's any debate there. You can go ahead and carve his name on the trophy now because what he did <laughs> against Tampa, and, again, Tampa didn't make any mistakes. It's not like Tampa, you know, screwed up. No, nah, dog, this dude just came out and said, hey, team, get on my back. I got you. And and he did. That was very impressive what he did against Tampa. Yeah, I mean, good stuff there. But okay, well, what say you about C.J. Stroud uh, as well? I think he might be on mute. <laughs> yeah, man. So going into the season, I actually had uh, the coach as 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 the coach of the year. You know what I mean? It was right. just something okay. about this. Yeah. It was just something about that setup, man. I just, I just, I just felt good about it, man. I think I called it on, on this show, and um, you know, one of my homies does a little thing on, on Facebook. I know I definitely okay. put it on there because I mean he's been reminding me. Um, and I had CJ CJ Stroud as rookie of the year, so um, him being in the MVP race is not far fetched to me. 
um, because of uh, his, 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 he, you know, he's a rookie in the league. Um, and right now, honestly, tell mm-hmm. me any quarterback that's playing better. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Can't can you anymore. Right. You're, right. you're right. You're right. <laughs> so, I mean, and, and as far as the team making the playoffs, um, I don't think that's far-fetched either because uh, they're a game behind Jacksonville, but right now I know they got to play again, but right now they got a tiebreak over Jacksonville. So, you know, all they got to do is break even, and, and the division is theirs. And, you know, any team, man, you know how it is. Once you get in the playoffs, all you got to do is win, you know. Um, so yes. I, I don't have as far-fetched, man, as him uh, being the front-runner for the MVP right now. Now, now will it stay that way? I don't know because we're about to go down the stretch. But uh, right. right now, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have an argument with that at all. Yeah, for sure, and I, I think you have to look at it this way. I agree with you with everything both of you said. You know, you can put them in that conversation, but I, I think ultimately uh, it's going to be the usual suspects. You know, it's going to be the Mahomes, it's going to be you know the Jalen Hurts, it's going to be the Lamar Jacksons uh, as well. Maybe you could throw. I don't know if you will. I'm just because he's my guy, but um, I don't care about individual awards. But maybe you could throw Christian McCaffrey in there. But or um, but just 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 throw some names out there. I think those are the usual suspects. Maybe he'll be in the conversation. E, I 1,000% agree with you. He'll definitely be hands down and stay healthy and continue. You know this and uh, this this run. Would definitely be the uh, uh, rookie offensive player of the year, uh, with without question. But yeah, you you have to look at this young man and, and what he's done. And, and I know that um, that the Texans are just great that you know happy that they were able to get him when they got him and D'Amico Ryan's. Um, and I love that. I, I hated to see him go as a 49er fan and and a um, you know a defensive coordinator that he was. Two years into being, after being a defensive coordinator, he got a head coaching job. And what I loved about it too, what Houston did, what they rarely do, especially with a black, with a black coach or African American coaches, they gave him a six year. Usually it's five, and you usually go in there as three or four, you're done. They buy you out, and you're out. But they gave him and his coaching staff a six-year. So they believed in him, man. They believed in him, and he's paying dividends by doing the things that he's doing. He's done, you know, as far as leading this team. They got two great early picks in C.J. Stroud, obviously, and then Will Anderson, the uh, the young linebacker, outside linebacker from Alabama. And and they're right now they're they're a young team. And you can call it, uh, you know, a first-year team. It's a first-year team with, with rookies, rookie rookie quarterback, rookie head coach, a rookie defensive lineman right now. And what do you, what what do, you, what, what is the the, the, the ingredients uh, that you ask for when you ask for building a team? One, great head coach. Two, great quarterback. And three, great defense. They started off well right now. So the Texans is are as a team that you really have to start to to worry about and start to think about it and really start to take serious, ladies and gentlemen, not just going forward, meaning next season. I'm talking about the remaining of this, the remainder of this season. They have a Cardinals team who's probably transitioning the opposite way. Um, so they, you know, I, I would say that the, the Texans should beat the Cardinals this week and put them at, you know, put them at six and four. Uh, the Jags play the Titans 
Jack should win that game, but let's see how they bounce back off of that loss against the 49ers. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see. So I like this team, uh, young team, young head coach, hungry. Uh, right now they have nothing to lose, they, and they have time to, to build on it, and, and, I, and I think they, they're going to take advantage of this. So uh, so uh, good stuff there um, for sure. One, one, All right. one more one more thing about the Texans. One more thing, real quick, sure. about the Texans before we move mm-hmm. on. If you yes, think about it, outside of a, a football fan like we are, can you name the the wide receivers in Houston? Exactly. Uh, I can know. He, yeah, Nico. I Nico Collins. Yeah. Said, <laughs> yeah, well, we, we can, can yeah, yeah. We want, yeah, but my point is, who he throwing to over there? He 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 doesn't have any name brand guys yeah. over there. I mean that that like you know that, that stand out like 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 we talked about Baker Mayfield. Well, he's throwing mm-hmm. to Mike Evans. We talked about Lamar. Well, he's throwing to Andrews and and Odell. I mean, like pretty much most of the good teams around the league, you know, Purdy is throwing to Demeco. Yeah. I mean, throwing to um. IU and Debo and, and his guys, most of the teams yeah. around the league that we think are good, we can name their quarterback along yeah. with some other offensive players. And uh, down in Houston, you got D'Amico Ryan and C.J. Stride. Let's do this. That, that's a, yeah. Hey, am I my brother's keeper? We all we got. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's an excellent point because, you know what, if I didn't play fantasy football, I probably wouldn't know those receivers. <laughs> Not just because I'm a fan. I swear because C.J. Stroud is making a name for these guys. And you talk about Nico Ryan, you talk about Tank Bell, you talk about, well, they have Dalton Schultz, the, uh, the tight end over from um, – uh, for the from the Cowboys, but and uh, I think Noah Brown as well. Those guys, if you play fantasy football, ladies and gentlemen, I know a lot of you listening do. You know these guys are putting up serious points in fantasy football because of C.J. Stroud. So you're that's an excellent point there. You don't know these guys. If you're outside looking in, and you don't play fantasy football. You wouldn't really know these guys' names. You're no, absolutely not right there. Not at all. So so good stuff there. E. All right, let's uh, let's uh, transition over to some college football uh, before we get. We got about ten minutes here before we get into E segment. Um, I want to talk about. Um, we talked about a little bit of college football earlier. We talked about Jimbo Fisher uh, there and that, that situation there. E, I, I want to talk about. Let's see if we can squeeze this in. Let's talk about Jim Harbaugh right now, E, and and, and his suspension, and if we can. If we can, after this segment, I want to talk, get the top four, our top four. But anyway, I, want, I got to talk about Jim Harbaugh and the situation going on there in Michigan. He was it was laid down that he uh, had a three game suspension. He uh, sat out for the the game against the uh, uh, Penn State. Uh, they they pretty much handled the uh, Penn State there, uh, and Penn State ultimately fired their offensive coordinator as well. Um, but going forward, he, uh, well, no, not going forward. But right now, do you agree? with the three-game suspension, and do you think – because that's a Big Ten suspension – do you think the NCAA will will hand down a bigger suspension? So what say you about this whole situation? Yeah, that's where I was going to go with this. I don't understand why it's not an NCAA thing to start with. I understand how the Big Ten wants to – Want, wants to handle it in-house, but a three-game suspension is just a slap on the wrist. Now, whether or not I agree with what he did was wrong, because I kind of go back and forth on it, how much did he know, how much did yeah. he didn't know, but I'm right. saying 
okay, if you rolling like Michigan is rolling, a three-game suspension, that, that, that's tantamount to nothing. That's tantamount yeah. to not punishing him. And now they're saying, oh, well, then should Michigan vacate wins? Should that? But now, so now you want to punish the students who had absolutely nothing to do with this. So I think the whole the whole thing is just kind of a perplexing situation. But um, I, I think Connor Stallions, the guy at the head of all this, I think he's no longer on the staff. And some people are saying, okay, well, Harbaugh didn't know. Well, that's no excuse right. it's your job to know. If you're yeah, exactly. Coach, I mean, you, you're going to have to yeah. know. Exactly. So I don't really know how I feel about the three-game suspension because it's something, but then again, it's nothing. I mean, he already suspended himself for the first four games. So, yeah. I mean, you know, there's something going on with that whole program over there where he had to suspend himself. Now the Big Ten is going to suspend them. So I guess the Big Ten is going to say, like, hey, well, you know, he's suspending himself. Now we're spending three games. That's enough. Because if you're the conference, if you're Michigan, I mean, if you're the Big Ten, what you're looking at is if you can get two teams into the playoffs, that's buku money for the conference. Yeah. So the other schools, Michigan State, um, Iowa, uh, Wisconsin, all these schools, hey, dog, y'all just got to fall in line and take one for the team because this means money for your conference. So you might be mad at what Harbaugh did, but, hey, you just got to suck it up and roll with the punches. Yeah, for sure. And, and, and you look at it and you ask yourself, we you know that three game, that self-imposed, three-game suspension in the beginning of the season. I think it was three or four games. I'm not sure exactly what the number was. But if you if if you looked at it, you know, they had, what, they played East Carolina, they played UNLV, Bowling Green, and, and Rutgers. You know, and, 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 you know, that really wasn't a punishment in a sense. Like, you know, any, I could have coached you know, Michigan in that game and, 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 and those games, and, and it came out with, you know, a 4-0 and record or 3-0 and record, you know, whatever the number was. But did he did he get did he get did he not pay himself or did he, did he like you know um, you know direct deposit did he you know <laughs> transfer those funds somewhere else did he not receive that money and then he gets another three games or that so that's seven games I, I get it and the NCAA is coming down on him as well I, you know what I, I think the NCAA is going to come down on him like look listen we get it. Yeah, I want to punish ourselves, but listen, we're the big dogs here. You know, we're the ones who ultimately make the decision. So they can suspend him for the remainder of the season. They can suspend him for the remainder of the season and, you know, you know some games next year if he is back, <laughs> if he is back. But um, and that's another question for another day. But, um, Kay, what say you about this situation? Um, do you agree with it? And, and, and just, let me, before you said that, I agree with the suspension, um, from the Big Ten, I think it should be more. I think he should have gotten at least half of the season suspended. Well, I think that he has, but I think he should have gotten all of it looking back on it now because of the fact of the matter is, you know, he's losing games, and it just seems like they're just picking games, you know, out of the hat that, um, you know, he's going to decide that, you know, where, you know, you know he decided – the Big Ten has decided, but ultimately, does he get suspended for the, uh, you know, for the playoffs? Because it looks like they're they're trending in that right direction to make the playoffs. Will the NCAA suspend him for a playoff game? But Kay, what what say you about the situation? Um, I, I'm kind of torn, man, because um, there's there's the old saying that you can know what play coming, you know what I mean, but can you stop it? 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I lean heavy on that, honestly. I, I really do. Um, now, is the sign still in fair? No, it's not fair. But again, you know, I'm one of I'm one of them type of players. You know what I mean? Like you could know exactly what's coming, but if you can't yep. stop it, you just can't stop it. You know, so I, I'm on the fence, man. To be honest, I'm on the fence. Um, I feel like uh, the Big Ten and NCAA got something not for Jim Harbaugh. Um, yeah. Is it Jim or John? Which one is in Michigan? Anyway. Um, yeah, Jim, Jim. It's Jim. Feel, it's Jim. It is Jim. Okay. I feel mm-hmm. like they got something out for him, man, because like you said, the man suspended his stuff. It is Big Ten came down with a three game. No evidence. You know what I mean? Like, what's going on? To me, it, it sounds like they're setting him up for failure. You know what I'm saying? And what I mean by that is, like, you already gave him the three games. I'm willing to bet there's something worse coming. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, I, I don't know, man. Right now, it doesn't look fair, but, again, we don't know the particulars. So, um, I'm going to just say I'm on the fence. All right. With that with that being said, we got a couple minutes here before we dive into E's uh, uh, segment. E. Um, you can you can you can elaborate on it if you want, but uh, will Jim Harbaugh be the head coach of the Michigan Wolverines next year? No, he will be suspended for the entire season. Um, okay. That I think that's the punishment that the NCAA is ultimately going to agree on. And if he's suspended for the entire season, I think he'll just go and seek employment elsewhere. He may come back to the NFL or he mm-hmm. may get a, a commentator job somewhere. But, uh, no, he does not leave the Michigan Wolverines next year. All right. With that being said, I'm going to stick with you right here on ESP. With that being said, rumors are Bill Belichick is not going to be a Patriots quarterback head coach next year. Will Jim Harbaugh, will, do, you see, do you see Jim Harbaugh being in that spot next year? I don't know the relationship that he has with Kraft, so I really can't mm-hmm. say because Kraft seems like the type of dude, after Belichick, Kraft going to hire one of his buddies. I don't think this is going to be a hard target search for the next head coach. I just think if you cool with Kraft, that's the person who's going to get the job over there because you can tell him and Bill are not friends. He is tolerating Bill because when it came down to the Tom Brady thing, Bill said, hey, let's move on from Brady and suck Garoppolo. Brady Mm -hmm. made a call to Kraft and said, no, no, that don't work for me. They rolled Jimmy G up out of there. Now, Bill sent him to a favorable spot to spike Kraft, and they kind of worked it out. And ultimately, Tom ended up leaving anyway because he was sick of Bill's stuff. But, no, I, I don't uh, – unless Kraft and Harbaugh have a relationship, no, I don't see Harbaugh over there next year either. I think he might actually be out of coaching for about a year. You know, they'll okay. put him on Fox with with that creep every mile, you know, two creeps together. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they might do something like that. McDaniels. I'm just throwing that out there, ladies and gentlemen. That's the topic for another day. Topic for another day. But, Kay, what say you about Jim Harbaugh? Do you think he'll be uh, the head coach of the uh, uh, Michigan Wolverines next year? Um, you know, I'm going to have to go with E, man. I'm going to say no because, like I said earlier, you know, I think something worse is coming. Um, and I think she knows that. The team knows that. I think that's why there's so much emotion in their game, you know, they, they they know what's coming, you know what I mean, even though the public doesn't know. Um, you know, and Jim may have already said something to them, like, I'm out of here, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. you know, um, but as far as where he'll land, uh, that's that's tough, man, because I don't know, yeah. he, he, he wasn't so great yeah, on us, you know. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, oh, I got that's you. tough. That's tough to say. Yeah, I know it's early, man. I just put, put keep you guys on the toes for for sure. All right, good stuff there. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's that time of the show. It's eight thirty right now, so we're going to dive into East Scott's entertainment segment, ladies and gentlemen. If you're a long time listener, you already know. If you're a first time listener, stay on your toes. All right, it's that time of the uh, uh, it's that time of the show where uh, you know you, you may want to pull out Google for some of you, ladies and gentlemen, not for the contestants, but nonetheless, it's sports talk with K Walk E Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Uh, <laughs> how you do that, death? How you do that, death? New Orleans, Baton Rouge. How you do that, death? Let me get a big Charles. How you do that, death? Shreveport, Mississippi. How you do that, death? Alabama, Atlanta. How you do that, death? Florida, Arkansas. How you do that, death? Who that? They want to do that. Run up. Hey, what up, guys? Uh, got this head-to-head matchup for um, U.S. Special K. I think it'll be a pretty good one. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, what I have for you are cartoons. I'm going to give Ooh. you three characters from said cartoon, and you give me the name of the cartoon. Okay. Uh, K-Walk? Yeah, you mocked the flow, Special K, last time we played, so you think we'll talk with you. I got um seven, uh, actually I know you, I told you fifteen earlier I added a couple more I got seventeen on the board so let's start once and three data doubles yeah you told me seventeen I got seventeen now oh I did oh, okay all right man. cool yeah yeah you did yeah that's cool all right you know I always uh, go with number one number one number one we got Ned we got Mo and we got Disco Stu what's the cartoon oh Ned Mo. Disco Stew. I know the uh, cartoon. Oh. Josie and the Pussycats? Final answer? That is incorrect. Special K. Ah. Three Special Stews. <laughs> that is also incorrect. Ned <laughs> Flanders, Motor Bartender, and Disco Stew. Ah, That's boy. The Simpsons. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Sasuke, Sasuke, uh, Joseph and I'm, I'm really disappointed in that answer. You said this guy when you're this guy. Uh, I don't think you're going to do too well. But most of these are old school cartoons. I mean, they I, I, might get a, I might get a few of uh, I might get a few well, of I mean, Let's, let I me see think, if you got, um... I don't think any of them have... are going to be more popular than the Simpsons, though. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I ain't why I, I wasn't a Simpsons fan. I, yeah, right. You know? So, yeah. you know, uh, let me see. Is number, um... Number... 13, you know, is number 13 left? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Number yeah, 13. Let's 13. 13. <laughs> we got Mushmouth. Russell and Weird Oh, Harold. that's easy. That's easy. Come on now. Uh, cool. um, much um, Russell and say Weird Harold. Say it, Kay. It's what much you're thinking, Kay. Much mouth. Ah, Lord, much mouth. Ah, man. Uh, fat out of finance. That is correct. There you go. There you go. I knew you would get that. Where are you? I knew, I knew it right. was in my head. <laughs> All right, give me number. Uh, uh, you didn't give me number twenty. Give me number eight. <clears throat> uh, number eight, Mr. Slate, Pebbles, and Betty. 
Ah, it's Flintstones, final answer. <laughs> that is correct. Yabba-dabba-doo. All right, <laughs> we're rolling now. Right, uh, 14. Uh, number 14. George, Judy, and Elroy. Oh, my God. The Jetsons. <laughs> uh, that, that is correct. The Jetsons. Uh, K-Walk, we don't use All right. And Kay, he said that the Simpsons would be the easiest one. <laughs> Give me number uh, four. Give me number four. No, I said the Simpsons was the most popular one. Uh, 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 okay. But all of them pretty popular. Number four, we got Token, Kenny, and Stan. Oh, that's um, South Park, final answer. That is correct. South Park is the correct answer. So, K, we on you. We got a 10-10 tie. Me a 15. Number 15, Daily Double. So, it's tied 10-10. What you doing? Man, I'm on 10-piece chicken, man. (laughs) Okay. We got Sugar Mama, Penny, and Oscar. Sugar Mama, Penny, and Oscar. That's a black cartoon, man. But I can't even. Oh, I think I, I know. can't even. I don't. I can't know, get man. Sugar right. Mama, Penny, I can't. Oscar. Um, I know it's a black show though, so I'm gonna just throw one out there. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Proud Family. That is correct. That is the correct answer. That is the problem. <laughs> so you know the problem, but you don't know the symptoms. Hey, no. This has been on TV 30 plus years, man. Hey. No, I don't know the symptoms. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Tell what, where are you? Uh, and, and hold on, hold on, real quick. What time does the symptoms come on? There's football playing. I ain't watching the symptoms. <laughs> it was on Thursday night. Yeah, he's right. It was a Thursday night. It was Sunday. No, it was Sunday night. It was Sunday night, right? I think yeah, they moved started Thursday for a while, night. but not, yeah, but not there on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, yeah, K-Rock, where are you? All right, number seven. <clears throat> number seven, number seven. Elmer Fudd, Tweety Bird, and Porky Pig. Oh, wow. Um... Is that Looney Tunes? Is that that's the only thing in the show that I didn't? Looney Tunes, final answer? That is correct. We would have also okay. accepted Bugs Bunny and them. But, yeah, okay. Looney, Tunes, Looney Tunes is the correct answer. So, okay, where are you? Let me get 16. Number 16. Cyclops, Rogue, and Gambit. Oh, Cyclops, Rogue, and Gambit. Shoot, man. I, I know the characters, but I ain't even know it was a cartoon on TV. X-Men, fine. X-Men is the correct answer. Oh, nice. That is, co- that, that is correct. Uh, K-Walk, where are you? Did not know that one. I was about to say Super Friends. Um, give me number yes. two. <laughs> number two. Tom, Doug, Nixon, and Gangstalicious. Uh, Tom, Tom and Jerry, final answer. That is incorrect. Tom, Ooh. Thugnificent, and Gangstalicious. 
Man, I have no idea. Um, is it? Man, is that the Barbie cat, uh, cartoon finance? I don't know. <laughs> no, that's, that's actually the Boondocks. The PGs? Boondocks. Boondocks. Okay. okay. That's, that's the Boondocks. Right. Uh, let's see. Just K, where are you? Let me go and get that lad, that top dog, 17. <laughs> Number 17, Tina, Louise, and Linda. Tina, Louise, and Linda. Tina, Louise, and Linda. I don't know this one, boss. Um, hell, G.I. Joe? Oh, you know, wait. <laughs> Tina, Louise, Linda. Is that... Nah, that ain't... I'm going to go with it anyway. Scooby-Doo, find out. Incorrect. K-Walk, you can steal. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Um... I don't even know, bro. Tina Louise, uh, put the cat dolls. I don't know the final answer. Josie to put Josie. That's Bob Burgers. I don't even know what cartoon that is. I ain't never heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> I heard it. I don't watch it, though. Tell what, will you? All right, three. <clears throat> Number three, Joe, Quagmire, and Lois. Joe Quagmire. Um, Joe Quagmire and Lois. I Quagmire. I know this is not a show that I watched. Um, was it um the guy, the big guy, uh, Family Guy? Family, the Family Guy, Family Guy, Family Guy. I don't know. That is correct. He's oh. a Family Guy. That is the correct answer. Let's see, just wow. okay, we got, let me see what we got left. We got five, six, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. You want twelve? Twelve, yeah. Francine, Steve, and Haley. Francine. Steve and Haley. Uh, he just said family, so that ain't it. Uh Francine, I have no idea. Um, let's go with uh, let's roll these dice, man. Transformer, fine. <laughs> K-Walk, you steal. Francine, and Haley. I don't know. It's a show that I never watched. So, um, King of the Hill, final answer. I don't know. It's actually American Dad. Uh, let's see. Okay. Um, K-Walk, where are you? All right, give me number five. Number five, Daily Devil. Okay. Let's see. Special K has 25. You have 20. 25, 20, and there's another Daily Double out there. And one, two, three, four, four left. All right, um, 25, 20. I'll do... I'll do 10. Let me do 10. I'll do 10 here. Here's your two. Skeletor, Okra, Ooh. and Tila. Ah, Skeletor. Ah, uh, Thundercats. Thundercats, final answer. No. Thunder Rose. He-Man. He-Man. It yeah. was He-Man. Yeah. Yeah, He-Man yeah. is the correct answer. But there's still yeah. time. Uh, Special K, we on you. Uh, we got one day to number eleven. Number eleven. 
We got Shake, Meatwad, and Frylock. Ninja Turtles, fine ass. That is incorrect. K-Walk, you can steal. Shake, Meatwad, and Frylock. I have no idea, brother. Um, Shake, I don't know. Um, Hurry up, Kevin. Uh, I don't know. PJ, final answer. I don't know. And that was Aqua Teen Hunger Force. We have no idea. K-Walk, we're on you. Are you it's number on a 10. Double swim. Uh, oh. Number 10, Daily Double. Okay. Okay. Uh, Slash K still at 25. You have 10. I'm all in. I'm all in. Are you, <laughs> Hank, Dale, and Boomhauer. That's that's King of the Hill, final answer. <laughs> that is correct. King of the Hill. <laughs> Five point game. Uh so it's okay. We owe you no more daily doubles. We what got I, let me see. Six I'm showing and I got six and nine. Six, I'm showing six, eight and nine. No, did we do oh did we do eight? Yeah, I took eight. I took eight. Oh yeah, you did. I'm showing Sorry. six yeah, I'm showing six yeah, and nine. I'm, I'm showing six six and nine. You roll them dice, man. Let me get a uh, four five. Nigga Ross. Starscream, Bumblebee, and Wheeljack. Ah, oh, that's, that's the game, right? That's game, right hey, there. Hey, we're going to keep that field goal with three seconds left. Yes, yes, you are. Yes, you are. Neil, Neil. <laughs> More than me. See, I, that is correct. Last clue goes to you, K-Walk. Uh, Lionel, Chitara, and Panthro. Now I'm going to go with the Thundercats. <laughs> Thundercats, whoa. In an upset. Oh, man. To 25. Special K. K-1, cue the music. Indeed. Did you realize that you were a champion? Yes, I did. So I packed it up and brought it back to the crib. Just a little something to show you how we live. Everybody want it, but it ain't that shit. Mm-hmm. That's that shit. So if you gon' do it, do it just like this. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. <laughs> that was good stuff. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, cartoons. Uh, I it was tough coming up with a bunch of cartoons, but I was able to get 17 of them. But y'all, y'all did pretty good. I was just shocked y'all didn't know the census. Yeah. If you gave us last names, I would have gotten it. If you gave me uh, yeah. what's your name from, from, the, um, from the bar, I forget his name. Oh, from the bar. The oh, bartender. Mo. Mo, yeah. Mo, Mo, Mo yeah. yeah <laughs> so, yeah, looks, looks like we got about 15 minutes, K-Walk. So, yeah, we can go ahead and right. dive into some of those other topics. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I want to talk about we kind of we left off with, uh, with a little bit of uh, college football. E And the uh, college football, the uh, playoffs have come out. The rankings came, uh, came out. So they put Georgia back at number one, uh, which I, I think that um, that's warranted because I think that until you, you know, the Ric Flair saying, until you, you, you got to beat the man in order to be the man, then they got Ohio State at two, Michigan at uh, three, and then they got Florida State at four. 
I have a little different uh, top four here, E, but give me your – do you agree with that? And if you do, I mean, if you do, say why. And if you don't, who's that Who's that other team that or other teams that should be in there, in your opinion? For the most part, I think they got it right, but I do flip-flop mm-hmm. Florida State and Michigan. I got Georgia okay. at one. I got Ohio State at – I got Florida State at three. And I got Michigan at four. Um, looking okay. at Michigan's resume, Michigan hadn't really played any tough – competition, if you will. I've said from mm-hmm. the start, I thought Georgia was the best team in the country. And like you said, to be the man, you got to beat the man. Um, you're looking mm-hmm. at Georgia out here, back-to-back national champions. I, I, I don't know how Ohio State was ever in front of them. Now, um, OLI, well, they got it too. Washington at five. That's going to yeah. actually, well, they're going to end up in the top four. And the reason I say that, because Ohio State and Michigan still have to play each other. Now, yeah. I know they were saying, oh, if if Ohio State be, I mean, if Michigan beat Ohio State, Ohio State stays in the top four. No, they don't because there's no way you can have a one-loss team over Washington. But now today, with the undefeated teams as they are, again, I got Georgia at one, I have Ohio State at two, I got Florida State at three, and I got Michigan at four. Okay, I'm not mad at that e, at all. I actually agree with it, even though mine is different. But um, e, okay, what say you? And then do you, what four do you have um, if you have that at this time? Well, I mean, you know, you got to get like you say, you got to get champ his clock. So I keep the yeah. champ at one. You know, um, number two for me, Florida mm-hmm. State. Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> surprise, per, surprise. Personal reasons and. You know what right, I see exactly. on the field. I think I think I think the ACC is stronger than the Big Ten. That's just my opinion. Um, oh. But you know, I, I think oh. this year the ACC is stronger than the Big Ten. I truly believe that. Um, I, I said before, man. I think back in July, August, or whatnot, we talked about a little college football, and I said then that for whatever reason, Ohio, Ohio State, Alabama, they're they're those teams that they always putting up there. For whatever Here's reason. suspects. Now, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, um, so for what, you know, but if Michigan does beat them, they're going to – I differ with you. I, I, I solely believe that they're going to find a way to put – keep Ohio State in that top four. Now, whether that be bumping Florida State out or uh, they won't bump Georgia, but will they bump Florida State out or whatever, I don't know. But <laughs> they'll, find, they'll find a way. You know what I mean? To try to keep uh, when Washington wasn't impressive or, you know, something. they're going to say something to keep Ohio State in that top four. Watch and see. Um, but, yeah, to finish it out, uh, Florida State at two. Um, I got Michigan at three and, and Ohio State at four. Stuff there. Good stuff for sure. You know what, guys? I, I have to agree. I, you know, I know Florida State has to be there because they're undefeated. But you know what I'm asking, Michael. My, what I'm asking is, how are how do you think the committees are? Are they looking at the resume or are they looking at the eye test? That's what my question is. So, I'm looking at the eye test. All right, the eye test tells me that that Georgia should be number one, Ohio State should be number two, Michigan should be number two. Actually, I rephrase that. <laughs> Washington should be number two for me. All right, 
for two for me, and I say that because I think I, you know the eye test tells me that Washington is the best team in the country. If I say that and I put them at number two, why? How can you say that, K. Walk? Because I still believe that in order to beat the man and to beat the man, you have to beat the man. So I, you know, I had to stay consistent on that. But I put Washington in at number two because I do believe Washington has is the best team. I think they have the best quarterback in the country, in my opinion. I know I know Jaden Daniels may may argue with that after that performance against Florida on Saturday, but in my opinion, you know he's he's the best quarterback on the the, the best team the, the, in, in the country. And then what they did as far as from a defensive standpoint in the Pac-12. And usually Pac-12 and and defenses, when you talk about good defenses and Pac-12, they usually don't go together. But what Washington did against uh, Utah on Saturday and shutting them out um, in the second half raised, told me that this team is the best team because I know they have the best offense. I know they have the best quarterback. I know they have the best weapons, you know, on offense, in my opinion. And with that defense, if that defense can play half as good as it did remainder of the season as they did on Saturday. I don't see anyone beating this team. So I'm putting uh, Washington at two, and I'm going to put Ohio State at three, and I'm going to put Michigan at four. I don't know the Florida State fans, including yourself, can okay, say, you know, how can you do that? But when you look at Florida State, Florida State has been in a lot of close games with a lot of inferior teams. So I feel like if they go into those same games with these these teams that we just mentioned, um, you know, I don't think they come out. I don't think they fare well. I don't think they fare very well. So I, I, that's why I keep Florida State, you know, out of it. Do I think they're going to go undefeated until uh, until the playoffs start? Yes, I, I really think they, they will. Uh, but I really think those four teams I just mentioned. And, E, with this being said, E, this, Alabama's lurking, man. Alabama's right there on the outside lurking. Is it a possibility that, you know, you know, Ohio State and Michigan still have to play one another, and then Washington obviously has to play one another, and Georgia has to play Alabama in the SEC championship? I know we kind of talked about this last week, but can Alabama get in there? They need everything to go right. I mean, they need, they need Michigan to beat Ohio State. They need to win the SEC championship game. They need Washington to lose. I mean, is it beyond the realm of possibility? No. Is it highly improbable? Definitely. I don't think that I don't think Otrickenicky gonna get in this year <laughs> just based on he needs too much help. He doesn't control his own destiny because Alabama more than likely looking at the schedule, they're more than likely going to win out the regular season. But I don't know uh-huh. if they can beat Georgia in the SEC championship game. But Nick needs the stars to align, and he needs everything to go absolutely right to have a shot. Hey, and let me ask you that. I'm stay with this uh, on with you. Stay with on this. Is um, will the committee look at the resume of these teams going forward, or the eye test? And whatever answer you come up, if you agree or if you disagree with it, why do you disagree with it or why do you agree with it? Because if you look at it, man, some of these teams, Florida State, I know they have, you know, good resume. They may have a better resume than Ohio State, but the eye test doesn't tell me that Ohio State, I mean, Florida State is better than Ohio State, but what say you about that? Well, I think going forward for the rest of this season, I think they're looking at, at eye test because if you look at resume, Michigan hasn't played anybody. 
I mean, you mm-hmm. would put Washington right. over Michigan if you would just strictly go on the resume. But then, you know, the Big 12 and the Pac-12, since they've gone to this format, those are the two conferences that seem to always, you know, be on the outside looking in. You're definitely going to get a Big Ten team every year. You're going to get an ACC team every year. And sometimes you're going to get two from the SEC. But they don't mind, you know, crapping on the Pac-12 or the Big 12. So with that being said, I think Washington falls into that. And, and, and they're not getting their just due. So I, I think right now it's eye test because you can't tell me resume because, it's, like I said, if you just went to resume, Michigan wouldn't even be in the top four. And they yeah, played good football, there. but they just hadn't yeah. played anybody. Yeah, great point there. Great point there. But, Kay, what say you? So, I mean, <clears throat> uh, eye test uh, versus resume, I don't think they ever look at the resume. I think it's the eye test and who they like. You know, I this. I'm kind of the politics of college football, man, kind of bothers me. You know what I mean? Not not mm-hmm. that I'm a super fan or, or whatnot. I just I don't like the way they do things um, mm-hmm. as far as the pen and this, that, and the third. Like some of those teams in the SEC, they have them right because they know Alabama's going to beat them. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it makes yeah. Alabama look good. You know what I'm saying? Uh, same thing with the yes, Big 12. I said Big 10 earlier, but my mistake. Um, so yeah, that's really my – it, that's really my take on it, man. It's 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 a lot of politics in there, um, and you know they're looking at the money, which is rightfully so. Um, so yeah, man, it's, it's you know just a funny business. I'm gonna say I'm gonna leave it at that. Yeah, for sure, man. And and when you look and again when you look at Florida State, I mean I I don't see them losing their last two games here. You know they got North Alabama this you know this uh, this weekend. Um, and then they right. got then they got Florida as well. As much as I'm a Gator fan, you know, realistically, I, I don't see Florida beating Florida State, even though they're playing, you know, in the swamp. But yeah, um, it's going to be interesting to see how it comes out, how it plays out. I think you have to factor in, you know, the, the Ohio State Michigan the matchup, then ultimately the Georgia Alabama matchup in the, in the SEC uh, championship uh, as well. And the ACC uh, has that championship game as well, so it, it's it's going to play out. It's going to play out uh, for sure. But and then Washington plays, you know, who they play. So it's going to be very interesting to see, you know, how that pans out. I still think that, in my opinion, right now, Florida State, I mean, uh, Washington should be deserving. But I agree with the committee. I mean, I agree and I disagree with the committee. I think I think these are the first four uh, right now, because ultimately I think it will play out into Washington's favor. By in, in my personal opinion, uh, so um, you know, we'll, we'll let we'll, we'll let the, the the dice roll and then fall where they may uh, uh, for sure. All right, good stuff there. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's all the time that we have. We have run out of time here, and uh, I want to thank uh, Special K uh, for joining us as always. I want to thank our listeners uh, and Tim Moore for uh, you know I've never had a so good sports radio for joining in and listening. And uh, Shoshana Cook, I see you out there. Uh, my lady, bang, bang, nine again. She's rolling her eyes right now, ladies and gentlemen. But thank you so much for tuning in. I see that you've been joining in uh, and, and listening uh, as well. Thank you so much for that and for all of our listeners uh, as well and, and, and all of the great feedback uh, that we get uh, for sure. And uh, shout out to our new sponsor, uh, Vintage Labs, uh, for sure. 
Hey, I'll holler at you about that. Good stuff there, um, for sure. So uh, shout out to uh, to everyone for uh, for um, for supporting uh, Sports Talk with K Walk and E Scott. It's getting bigger and bigger every week. E, um, I tell you, I keep you you know you posted and for sure. And I thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, with that being said, I always want to leave you guys with something positive. Uh, this week, uh, I'll leave you with this: uh, to succeed in life, you need three things. A wishbone, a backbone, and a funny bone. All right. So I'm K Walk, and for E Scott, for Sports Talk with K Walk and E Scott, God willing, we'll talk to you next week. Yo. Lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.